listening to ESL Talk, a podcast made for English teachers by English teachers. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another new episode of ESL Talk. Thank you all so much for your wonderful feedback. And it was really reflected in the comments and um, listening figures that last episode was really a successful one. So thank you again for all your support with that. Um, we really appreciate it here. And today we're actually going to be talking about the topic of professional development in ELT. Um, more specifically, we're actually going to be diving in to look at financial uh, education and how professionally developing your financial education can help you as an English teacher. Might sound a little bit strange, but all of it will make sense as we um, invite our guest, Nicole, to join us today. She's going to take some time to talk to us about her journey um, through ELT and then how she actually transitioned into providing advice, so financial advice, and helping educate teachers as well financially so that they're able to make better decisions and plan for the long term. I really like this uh, choice of subject for this episode because I think a lot of us as English teachers, we maybe don't think long term. You know, a lot of us get started at a young age, you know, maybe in our early 20s or mid 20s. And, you know, teaching English might be something that we do as a side gig or a side hustle. And perhaps we don't really think about the financial aspects, um, saving money and looking forward and looking ahead to the long term as well. So we'll have a really interesting um, conversation with Nicola, who's going to take us through um, what we can expect, what we can learn, and maybe what we should know as well as teachers so that we can make better decisions as well. 
Just really quickly, want to give a shout out to our um, education partner, esl-curriculum.com. They have over 500 plus interactive ESL lessons that are ready to go. You can access a free trial by simply visiting the website, www.esl-curriculum.com. And if you visit the homepage, you can sign up for a free two-week trial. They have materials covering all different aspects of teaching English. So they have English lessons for kids. They have IELTS lessons, writing lessons, speaking lessons, and business English lessons. So whatever you're looking for, feel free to take a look, um, enjoy your free trial, and save yourself some time and energy when it comes to lesson planning and teaching. Um, it's all really good stuff on there. And also, if you have a moment, feel free to check out our website, which is esl-talk.com. There you can access all our previous episodes. You can find out a little bit more about myself and Faye. And you can also apply to be a guest. So if there's a topic that you're really passionate about and would love to share more about, feel free to um, fill in the information, um, submit that request, and I'll get back to you to arrange a time to talk where we can also um, learn a little bit about your background, your um, passion, and your um, field of interest. So just finally, before we get into today's interview, if you haven't already, feel free to follow us on Instagram at ESL Talk Podcast. And finally, if you do have any questions or you do want to reach out to us, you can do so at eslTalkPodcast at gmail.com. All right, without any further ado, let's get on to today's interview with Nicola, where we're going to talk all about professional development in ELT. And hopefully you'll learn a little bit more about the financial aspect of um, being an English teacher as well. Here we go. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All right. Hi, Nicola. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to um, it's great to finally get you on. I know it's been a while waiting for for us to meet, so it's good that we we finally got together today to talk about professional development and ELT. Um, so let's start off as we always do, Nicola, just by um, learning a little bit about you, your journey, and and kind of how you got to where you are today. Okay, so my journey into ELT was accidental, which I think is the same for a lot of people. Um, yeah. I got out of university, didn't know what I was doing because I had a degree in philosophy, and um, I had a friend who was doing the TEFL course, so I just thought, well, I'll just go and do that with her and then realized it was a passport to anywhere I wanted to go. So off I went and I just did that for ages, you know, but I ended up in places that I had adamantly said, oh, I'm never going to go there. Why would I want to go there? But it was only because I didn't know anything about those places. And then I got the opportunity. So I'm like, oh. I'll go there and they, they, you know, some of those places, Thailand and Prague were places I'd never intended to go. So I really, you know, I really milked that passport for all it was worth. And then I kind of got into just mostly private teaching and from there materials writing. I did a couple of quizzes for the BBC, uh, you know, since years ago now because a friend didn't want to do it and passed it to me. And that just kind of led on to writing graded readers. And then that should have led on to really serious ELT writing, but the industry's changed quite a lot. So you're just kind mm -hmm. of one of many jobbing writers writing bits and pieces here and there. I have got some books under my name, but I never became a course book writer, which is what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. And um, from there, you know, any kind of writing I do now, it's not just ELT writing, but I've, I've really learned how to create educational products. Yep. So when I then in my own personal life, started asking myself questions about money because I didn't have any, um, apart from some savings, but I certainly wasn't earning very much money. And I just was going, right, what do I do with my savings? Because I can't buy a house. I can't do any of that proper grown-up stuff. And my sister was always nagging me about not having a pension. So um, I just slowly worked out what do you do about pensions? What do you do about investing? What is it? How do you do it? And from there, Either I was going to go and try and have a degree in finance and a new career, which is completely impractical because I've got mm -hmm. two small children, no way I could go back to university full time. So um, I just thought, what's my skill set? And it is writing educational materials. So I wrote a course about investing for ELT teachers. Amazing. No one tells us about money. Nope. That's a great point. It really is. And I, I think you touched on a really good point as well, Nicola, is that now we can't just really focus on one specific thing. If we want to be, you know, sustainable, we have to try to adapt and be kind of um, able to pivot to different things, which is what you've done, it seems, in, in this case. So what, what kind of CPD were you offering uh, when you were teaching? Well, I, I wasn't really offering the CPD. It was more like I was experiencing it. So, you know, yeah. I was offered all the things that everybody is normally offered, you know, how to teach grammar better, how to teach kids better, mm -hmm. how to use flashcards, uh, you know, and I attended lots of great training run by lots of really enthusiastic people. But what was missing was, you know, the actual part of what makes the job professional professional and not a hobby is getting paid and yes. money and there was never anything about that there was never anything about oh do you know what the pension setup is in this country where you're working let us help you uh, get a pension sorted none of that stuff it just didn't exist and I was told by somebody who had been in a meeting at a language school years I don't know how long ago it was and she said that the topic of pensions came up at that language school and they're like oh no we don't want to get open that can of worms because of course TEFL right. doesn't give you a workplace pension the majority of times unless you work for the British Council mm -hmm. so, and I've worked for some of the big chains you know so it's not it's not like oh it's only because you're working for a little local language school no it's just not industry standard so 
you've got all these people that have actually deliberately been prevented from learning about that because their employer doesn't want to make them think, oh, I should be getting a workplace pension. Why, why do you think it is that, that these come? Is it, is it just a money issue or is, this, is it, you know, legal issues? What are, the, what are the barriers then for, you know, people having the information they need and having the security they need? I think because they're not legally obliged to provide that information, they don't. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, a lot of teachers pass through quickly and they just don't want to, like, like my friend said, open a can of worms because, you know, they will, if, if you're going to give somebody a workplace pension, you have to contribute to it. Well, you don't want to do that because you're skimping on pay. So why would you, you know, right. also pay into a pension for that person? And, and I think TEFL schools just don't care that people will retire with nothing if they yeah. stay in the profession so it, and they don't tell them i think i think as well you know something we've talked about a lot um in previous episodes is this mindset that people have towards tefl teachers or esl teachers well actually we you know a lot of us are very skilled we do have a lot of qualifications a lot of experience but because when you hear those three letters esl or tefl those four letters you just have that perception of oh young 20 something mm-hmm just out of uni yeah i'm just here for a bit of experience a bit of you know a bit of fun travel the world which i can't deny to some extent that might be true you know there's a reason why that stereotype does exist to some extent but when you know for me now just in my in my you know mid-30s it's just you know you have those conversations with schools and kind of they tell you okay well this is the pay this is the hours and and again you know, I, I, I think to myself, I'm sure you think this too, Nicola, like, am I the bad guy? Am I the am I the idiot here? Am I the one that's being rude, kind of asking these questions mm-hmm. and wanting to know more? So yep. it's really nice that you have identified that, that I guess, that gap and that mm-hmm. kind of that huge issue um, and that you started to take action, you know, with that. So, again, you know, financial security is something that we don't really think about when we start out in this career. So why do you believe understanding how to build financial security should be a part of professional development in ELT. Why is this so important? Well, because it's part of your professional life, because like Mm -hmm. I said, it's not a hobby. And if you, you know, the industry is not very well paid, but if you learn about investing and if you learned it in your 20s from your first ESL school or, you know, whatever, they would set you up for life. Because the thing is, when you start in your 20s, which is, you know, I I think I was 24 when I first started TEFL teaching and I probably Mm -hmm. didn't take it seriously, seriously until I was about... 29, 30. But if I'd started at any of those ages, knowing about why you have a pension, or even not necessarily a pension, but why you put money somewhere that it can accumulate and grow by itself, you can turn somebody into a millionaire by the time they retire. And they don't have to put a massive amount of money in. If you were investing about 400, let's say dollars or pounds or euros, whatever is the sort of Mm -hmm. market currencies, if you're investing that per month, you will retire a millionaire. Yep. And and that's just because of the maths. That and sounds crazy when you say that. It's crazy. But it's true. It it sounds yeah. crazy when you say that, but it is true. And I think, you know, that would be a message that we would share with everyone listening because we have people at all stages of their teaching journeys and even if you're not, you know, seriously, you know, doing this as a full-time income, just put aside two three, even a hundred something aside every month and get into that habit of doing that. And you will find with compounding interest, even with all the instabilities in in the financial markets, like like, as you know, Nicola, Mm -hmm. 
provided you're just you know putting that money in consistently and persistently making it a habit over time compounding will hopefully take care of that so after i don't know the exact math on this you can probably help me more um but if if i started saving at let's say 21 when i was probably in my 40s even i'd have at least six figures yeah. uh, maybe even buying more. a house yeah you'd be yep. buying a house off that money and and it's just i honestly think it sounds crazy to say there's a conspiracy because <laughs> it's not exactly active but yeah. i don't think rich people who run society who went to Eton and are loaded and are in mm -hmm. parliament really want everybody else to know that they could probably start working in their 40s mm -hmm. if they wanted to yeah it's because a great point you have enough money and there's, there's there's that's not profitable for a country to have everybody do that and i'm not really i don't teach the fire thing you know mm -hmm. um, financial independence retire early i don't right. teach that i just teach here's what you can do with your money Yep. These are the options. This yep. is how to know what you're doing. And the mass is going to take care of this for you. And, and you know, I am mostly, my reach is mostly people in their 40s and 50s at the moment. And the people who are sort of going, oh, my God, I, I haven't got anything set up. Yep. But if I can reach people in their 20s, you can stay in TEFL for your whole life. You don't need to earn loads of money. Absolutely. If you love teaching, go for it forever. Because if you invest... <laughs> you'll have your finances taken care of, you know, but it's a long-term thing. It's it not is. an overnight get rich stuff. I don't teach any of that. It's what you're saying. It's the compounding over time so that you can retire or retire early or buy a house. And how many people you speak to say, oh, Nicola, I wish I knew this when I was 21 or 25. Or, exactly, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's, it, I'm really glad that we, that we did, you know, talk about this because you know, the biggest concern, the biggest problem that I hear about from other teachers in the industry is doesn't pay enough. I'm not getting paid enough. I don't have any savings. I don't have any money. And it's, and I get why it can be an attractive lifestyle for some people starting out. And I was the same, you know, I, I moved to Korea when I was 22. I lived there for four years, but what I did was every month when my pay came in, I would transfer half of it home out of the way, don't have to think about it. And then I could live off the other half. And then Good for you. when I finished after, well, this is, this is the problem, Nicholas, I'm going to oh. get into, which is you can hopefully help us with this. <laughs> after four years, I went back to the UK and I thought, oh, I've got this nice chunk of money saved up. Um, yeah, I think I can... I, th I think I need a car now. Yeah, I think I need to buy a better place. I and then, you know, you, you, you get into that, that mode and, mm. you know, I, I didn't, not that all the money disappeared, but a lot of a chunk of it went where if I was a bit wiser and a bit older and I had the, the knowledge that, that, you know, that you, you share with everyone, I could have thought, you know what, I've got this, this chunk here. Let's invest it. Let's, Mm -hmm. I don't know, buy a property, let's make it work in terms of in the long term, and then the other things will fall into place. But I made that mistake, which I'm sure a lot of other people Everybody. do. So what are the what are the challenges then that that teachers face? You know, how can they kind of tweak their mindset and how can they approach this as a as a long term game? Well, one is you really do need to increase your income. That is the first thing you need to do. You know, what, what you can do professionally to mean that you earn more money is, is obviously going to be better for you. And it will mean that you can invest more and then it will mm -hmm. grow faster. So that's the first thing, because you can't really invest your way to riches, but you can earn your way to it. Yes. Um, so that's the first one. And then the second one is lose the idea that in order to be a good person, you have to not care about money or in order to care about education, you have to not care about money. It's perfectly okay to care about both of those things. It doesn't mm -hmm. say anything bad about you. And then it's, you know, do some basic things. Saving is really good. And some people really, they're not savers, they are spenders. Yep. So just 
develop that habit like you did of saving regularly because like you say you won't notice the money it will just be another one of those things that goes out of your account that you don't notice so a regular automated thing an amount of money that goes out of your account and goes somewhere but it's what that somewhere is and it shouldn't just sit in a savings account no because the bank is investing that money and making a load of money off it, but you're not. So you need to just learn. And this is the thing, like the course that I teach is six weeks and it's just, it's, you know, I've trimmed as much of the fat as I can, but you really have to learn about all of it. It's not enough to just go crypto. I'm going to do that because that's not investing anyway. It's gambling basically. So a lot of TEFL teachers or some of the ones I've spoken to anyway, that are younger, they're very tech savvy. And they've got a kind of uh, risky, it's funny, people people will often take quite big risks with this stuff because it's so exciting. Um, and they end up in the crypto basket. And that's not really where you want to be. A lot of people no. lost a lot of money doing that. So, you know, you need to learn about what are all the different things that you can invest in. And then you build a balanced uh, portfolio, it's called, which sounds really, it just means group of things that you invest in but it's an off-cutting yes. word and it makes yes. people when nervous. people hear that they think oh that sounds so boring i don't want to do that yeah i yeah. was one of those people i was yep. just like boring but it's 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 not actually boring but the thing is you don't need to be interested in it just learn it set it up forget about it because yes. the, this way of investing is not about watching the markets it's not about listening to financial reports it's not even about caring about it it's just a thing that goes out of your account and then it works away all by itself. And <clears> some <throat> of the things that I'm invested in are just there for, there for the growth. Mm-hmm. They will grow over time and one day I'll take them, take the money out. And the other things they are invested, but they pay out income. Yes. So again, it's hard to explain the whole thing, but they pay out income and I get lovely emails every day telling me, Oh, you've made this much money today. And I yep. don't do a single thing for that. That's, all, that's amazing. And I think, I think the problem is now Nicola is that there's so much, information out there every time i go on you know I, I try to reduce the time but every time i go on social media you get bombarded with you know these so-called experts gurus blah 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 and you know you know deep down that it's it's not it's it is too good to be true and it isn't you know worth going down that rabbit hole but so many people do mm-hmm. and a lot of teachers even there's even a lot of people who you know are out to work with teachers and again don't get me wrong i have worked i've taken some of these courses i've taken some of these programs and they've really helped me so i would say investing in myself was a great thing that i did because it enabled me to open up my streams of income the way that i do what i do in terms of my you know my my work um so what would what would your advice be in terms of making investments in yourself in terms of, you know, upskilling, learning new strategies, learning new ways of working, improving your, you know, your education, your skills. What, what advice would you give on that on that topic? It is. It is. And like you said, you've got to weed through. You've got to make sure you're reading testimonials and you're, yep. you're getting somebody who's legitimate and is going to help you. But it's what I did. So a year ago, uh, about a week from now, actually, I was just about to start a, um, it's Rachel Roberts Flourishing Foundation course. It just happened to, that happened to be right for me because she's uh, from a TEFL writing background as well as teaching background, but there's plenty of people that really concentrate on teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did her course because I recognized that I don't know how to run a business. I don't know how to do marketing. I don't know what's supposed to be on my website. I could see these gaps. Like I said, I know about creating educational materials, but I, I what had always put me off having any kind of business because I didn't know how to run a business. Yep. And so for me, investing in that, it paid for itself. Exactly. You know, 
pretty much a few weeks after I finished the course, I launched my own course and I made the money back. Yeah. And, and I see these kind of testimonials from people on a lot of the courses that are offered by people who are really good at what they do in the industry. Mm-hmm. And they just teach you basically how to make money, how to make more of it, how to make it smarter. And I think that this profession is possibly because of COVID, but it started to free itself from the shackles of working for low-paying employers, be that a website, you know, the normal culprits or a language school. So if you're doing it for yourself, you can earn the money back that you've invested in that course. And, you know, I did another course at the end of last year. Uh, Joga Conga's got a course about um, creating video and it's very much aimed at teachers. Um, and it's, you know, so that you can create video content that's just like evergreen content that people will be teaching. And I knew nothing, again, about editing video, but now I'm turning my course into a video-based course. I know I will pay for that course. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And this, again, this is something we've talked about a lot. As teachers, as ESL, TEFL, you know, whatever it is, whatever type of English we're in, it's not restricting yourself to one thing only. It's how can I use my skills, my experience, my knowledge, and how can I make that work for me? So, you know, again, it's been a long journey for me. I've been in this in this field for 12 years now, and mm-hmm. doesn't seem it might be a cup of, cup of tea to some people, but mm-hmm. I've at least been able to, okay, this is what I enjoy teaching. Here's how I can develop that. So here's an online course. Here's a, a group course. Here's a materials development. Okay, I'm going to license those materials. I'm going to do this this testing. So again, how do you expand that knowledge and, and how do you balance it as well? That's really tough um, to do as well. But in terms of the, um, you know, there's a lot of people coming into this field or who have come into this field the last couple of years, especially with COVID and everything. So if, you know, let's say you met a new teacher or a teacher who's been doing this three, three, four months, or maybe part-time even, mm-hmm. um, what advice would you give them in terms of the, the financial side and, and professional development, you know, where, where that's concerned, what advice and steps would you, would you give? Get a pension. Okay. <laughs> there we go. It's, it's really that simple. Yeah. And a pension sounds really boring, but what a pension is, is free money. And okay, it's free money when you're older, but you'll mm-hmm. be really happy about it when you when you take it. And that's the first thing, I think, because you do want something that's building up over your whole lifetime. You do want something you can't touch yes. because the temptation, like you did, you know, the temptation to spend it is high. So do that and it might be what you'll need to do is find out what the what the deal is in the country where you're working mm-hmm. and for a lot of people it might be that it's better to set up that thing in their home country as long as you've still got bank accounts there and stuff like that so yeah there's a, some research to do but get a pension and set it up and pay into it and forget about it and then the other thing is just learn about other types of investing that are accessible to you at whatever age you want to um, access the money because again it depends where you're from but in america there's tax-free investing you know the roth ira the 401k those would be your things if you're in the uk it's it's an isa and there's different types of isa now but it's learning what is on offer to me and the thing is once you know about how investing works in general, you know what questions to ask, you know where to go and find the information. It becomes really easy, but it's very hard the other way around, which is the way I came at it, where I'm like, I'm starting to try to work out what the questions are, and Mm -hmm. then I'm gonna wade through all the mountains of Mm -hmm. information that's out there. And it took me a good six months to work it all out by myself. I'm cutting that time down for people to six weeks if they take my course, but it's not that you can't learn about it by yourself. 
the information is all out there, but it just take, takes a lot. How do you wade? How do you wade through all the all the rubbish? Get what you need and and put it together, which is great. And I think this is what a lot of us do as teachers. We we try mm-hmm. to help our students or our clients by cutting out all the nonsense and just condensing, putting all the good stuff together in one place. And, and that's where the real value is, I think. And it's it, it's nice what you said as well about just get a pension, just get it started, get it going. Another thing, again, maybe you can help me with this, is I found actually setting up a business sounds really daunting and really scary and really terrifying, mm-hmm. but it's actually quite easy nowadays and there's a lot of tools you can use and the benefits i found of of starting a business was okay in terms of my accounts in terms of um, things i can write off in terms of my training i can even get rebates for that kind of thing Mm -hmm. as well so would you if you're at a certain level would you advise starting up a business in that sense or just kind of keeping it as a as a i think that anybody who's teaching private students has already got their own business so i think the mindset is, you know, what, I'm already doing this, so why don't I just go and learn about some other aspects yes. of it, which is probably what do you put on a website and how do you market yourself, you know, more than just a word of mouth or, you know, the other ways that we tend to pick up students, which yep. is luck, basically. I was, my <laughs> students always came to me by luck. So yep. formalizing those processes, because it is really easy to learn now and it is really easy to have a website, even if you just have a blog on WordPress for free. Yes. If you don't, like, there's a way of setting it up so that you, your front page is the static page instead of the blog post, that's a website. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's really, f- well, it's not funny, but it's it's quite interesting because I've talked to people on, you know, other colleagues who, I've got 100,000 followers, I've got 80,000 followers, but I'm not making any money. Well, you have a great, and I, I say you have a great uh, Instagram page, but you don't have a business or mm. you have a really, uh, you have a really great content, but how are you going to, you know, use that content and harness that content so that you can make it into a business. So I think yeah. that's the the next step. Um, so could you tell us a little bit more about your program, what it is, how it works and how people can find out more about it? Okay, so the best way to find out about it, the website is www.chilledinvestor.com because the philosophy was always this isn't a stressful thing. It's, you know, it's not that hard to learn. If somebody teaches you, it's not that hard to set up. And then after that, you just chill out and let your money come. Love it. So, And also, you need to be chilled out about the whole process because the ups and downs of investing, you need to just not panic. So that's why I called the website Chilled Investor. And then the course is at the moment running a little bit video based with some live input. And I'm just every time I teach it, I tweak the format a little bit more. So eventually I think it will be 100 percent video based that people just self study. But it basically takes six weeks. It's about an hour a week of your time, maybe another half an hour for the homework. Um, and by the end of the course, you will have worked out a strategy because I help people work out their strategy. And again, that sounds frightening, but it isn't. It's just what are you going to invest in? How much are you going to put in a month? Uh, you know, what? when in the month are you going to put it in? Um, and, you know, then you're sorted. And then all you have to do is open the accounts. And that is a bit of a pain in the neck, to be honest. Uh, different countries make it more difficult for you than others because of just, you know, the ID it's like like setting up a bank account some banks mm-hmm. it's just done in 10 minutes and others they want you to you know go and sign over your firstborn child before they'll let you have the account <laughs> so it is a bit annoying but once it's done it's done and it's just something on your to-do list and then it's done forget about it or become like me and get really interested in it and um work out a way that you can i don't know teach financial english because once you've learned about this stuff you can then go back to your english teaching skill set and be like oh 
I now can target top level finance people, whereas before you might have been terrified of those people because you just wouldn't know what to talk to them about. It's a huge now, opportunity, yeah. Yeah, now you That's would know it. loads. And financial English is definitely something that makes money. Absolutely. The banking and financial sectors are huge. So there's a, a lot of opportunity there as well. Wow. Amazing. Okay. Um, so chilledinvestor.com. Are there any other ways we can get in touch with you, Nicola? LinkedIn's the best. That's my active social media platform. I don't really use the others for work. Fantastic. Um, and so, yeah, find me on LinkedIn because I post there quite a bit. And the best thing is get on my mailing list. If you go to the website, the the contact page will lead you to where you can sign up for my mailing list. And I, I email people once a week. As a writer, my mailing list is my favorite thing to do because it's just writing. I get to write about what I want. And, um, you know, and it's never just about investing. So I find that most of my audience aren't really invest, interested in investing by itself. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, kind of want to hear somebody telling them about other things. So get on the mailing list and then you'll always know when is the next course and other things because I'm starting to put together little other shorter workshops and things now for people on sort of just tangential topics. Incredible. Yeah, I'll add those links to the uh, description on the podcast. So that's fantastic. And um, just thank you again for taking some time to talk to us today, Nicola. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All righty. All right. So I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Nicola. You can connect with her on LinkedIn. You can search Nicola Prentice, P-R-E-N-T-I-S. You can also find her online at chilledinvestor.com, where you can sign up for her newsletter and get even more information on being a savvy uh, investor and helping you to plan for the long term as an ESL English teacher. I hope you um, enjoyed that. I really found a lot of interesting um, little tips and bits of advice that I can apply even in my own position. So I hope you found the same as well. All right, um, before we leave, if you um, would like to follow us on Instagram, you can do so at ESL Talk Podcast. You can also check out our website, esl-talk.com, where you can check and listen back to all our previous episodes. You can also apply to be a guest as well in a future episode. And finally, if you do have any questions, you can send us an email at esltalkpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next Wednesday for another brand new episode. So we'll see you then. Thanks. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for even more ESL teaching content.